Beers and Tears would like to acknowledge the traditional owners and custodians of the land from which we conduct this podcast, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. We recognise their continued connection to the land and waterways and sky of this beautiful place, and we pay our respects to Elders past and present, and extend that respect to all First Nations people present today, and acknowledge that sovereignty was never ceded. Welcome back to Beers and Tears. Today I'm joined with Maz from Wax. Hello, how are you? Hi, babe. I'm good. How are you? I'm pretty good. Where are you right now? What have you What have you been up to? I'm currently on the Gold Coast no. uh, at my parents' house, um, spending some time with the fam. And, you know, I'm uh, just put out a record and my mind is completely blown by how... Um, how many people are, you know, engaging with it, listening to it, loving it. It's been a really crazy week. Sick. Yeah, like how how it's been received, which it's sounding like it's all been really good and all up. So that's awesome. Yeah, like I can't really, I can't complain. Like, honestly, it's it's definitely um, exceeded my expectations, which is always a good sign. Because I wasn't really sure how it would go because it's yeah. kind of different to our last record. Um, you know, we're all in different headspace and we're a bit, you know, older now. So we were just like kind of like, will people get it? Who knows? Yeah. You know? I know. It's always a bit risky putting out something a little bit different to, you know, what you're used to. Yeah. Yeah. It's um, it's. It's a, it's like a good feeling because we're really happy with where it's gone and like it's, it's a, it's a record we wanted to make. So, um, yes, like, but also, yeah, like you, you kind of can get caught up thinking about like what the world's going to think of it, you know? So we kind of went through that roller coaster of emotions when we first finished the record about six months ago because we were like, oh my God, it's so different. Like, they're going to get it. And then we yeah. just kind of let it simmer because we had so much time like leading up to releasing it that we were just so ready for it to be out there. We were just like, roll the dice. Let's fucking go. Please just take the record. Please just take the record. <laughs> Sick. And well, I'll get you to quickly introduce the other members of the band um, as well, and like what your all your roles are um, within the band as well. Um, mm-hmm. um, so I'm Maz. I sing in the band. Um, we've also got James who plays guitar. We've got Ewan who plays guitar, and Tom who plays drums. So yeah. Cool. I wanted to say a big congrats on the album as well. Hopping into it, it starts off with like a really beautiful intro and it's called Mermaid Beach with such a perfect name for it as well. It just gave me like full underwater, like ambient vibes, which was really cute. I feel like, you know, the first song is kind of like a little bit of pressure when you're like kind of giving the first taste of an album. Um, What was kind of like, what was your vibe and thoughts when you were like going into creating this album? 
Um, going into creating the whole album, we definitely just wanted no rules. We wanted it to be whatever came out, you know, whatever came out of us. Um, and yeah, we just, we wanted it to be super dramatic. Like, I feel like the last record before this one, it didn't fully capture my character as much as, like, it definitely, I definitely showed a side of myself in that I was angry, but with this record, it's more like, there's more, many dimensions. I'm a multi-dimensional human being. And um, so there's happy moments, sad moments, funny moments, just kind of like, it's just like as authentic as I can be to my personality. Totally, yeah. I feel like it's still got that angst that you guys have um, as a band and like the sound that you have. But yeah, definitely I felt gave more of a, yeah, a different side of emotions to your last album as well, which is really nice to listen to as well. It takes you on the journey of the band as well, which is cool. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you get that because that's exactly what we kind of wanted. You know, that was the that was the whole aim. It was to, you know, take people on a bit of a musical journey, if you would, you know. Yeah. So I'm glad that, you know, people are hearing it that way. Totally. So you've got the singles off the album, which is like Red Receipts and Dangerous and Help Me How. What is your favourite track that you guys have off the album? I think collectively our favourite song is probably Mermaid Beach. Cool. cool. Like if, we, if I was to speak for everyone in the band, it would be that um, because it just has everything that we kind of want out of a wax song. It's got, you know, ebbs and flows, really nice melodies, you know, um, it's got this cracking riff that comes in, I just, which I just love every time I hear it. I'm just like, oh, I just can't wait to play it at a festival, you know, like. I know a song's good when I'm, like, raring to play it live, you know? Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, personally as well, like, from a person, like, just my own taste, I think Beam Me Up's my favourite because, again, it, it like, it, it's um, it's just so dramatic and I just, I was like, I want a super, the most extra song that I could possibly make, you know, to be on this record and, that was it. It is just so extra. Yeah, <laughs> and it must be super fun for the band to play as well. Give the guitar a little bit of like a, a moment. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Well, we haven't, you know, a lot of these songs we haven't had a chance to play like live yet. So, um, you know, it, we're still trying to figure out how we're going to do it. Because um, <laughs> we've got a tour coming up and we're like, oh, my God, shit. Um Lots of, like, it's going to, like, the way that we have to play it live is going to be completely different to the way we used to do shows um, because there's just so many tracks and samples and, um, you know, details in this record. Yeah, it'll be fun to venture into, like, a new way of, you know, putting on a show as well. Yeah, we're super excited. Like, it's it's a good challenge. Plus, like, as soon as we put the record out, we kind of looked at each other and were like, well, what do we do now? <laughs> and then like, we've got a tour to prepare for, so we're kind of like keeping the scaries at bay and staying grounded and just working because sure. we like to work. Yeah. Cool. Was there like a pivotal moment like when you guys were in the middle of creating the album when you were like, oh, this is it? Like you guys were all just like super taken back by 
you know, what you were creating? Yeah, I think when we were, like, doing the production to Dangerous, I think we all kind of looked at each other and we're just like, okay, we've found our thing. Like, we can make this happen. We can we can take songs and put them into this body of work and make make it all cohesive. Like, um, you know, that and, that and at that time the record was starting to take shape because we'd have four or five songs already recorded and we were like, okay, it's going to work, yeah. you know. Um, it's a really relieving feeling because, you know, when you write songs, you kind of hope that they're going to sit well next to each other, but you never really know until you've got the finished product in front yeah. of you, or at least a, a portion of it. So, yeah, that was kind of the moment we were like, oh, thank God, we're going to be okay. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Is there like a um, sort of like a part of the album that like it could be a song, it could be like a lyric or like, I don't know, a riff or something like that that you guys are super proud of that you might not think will necessarily get picked up on by people who are just like kind of listening to it through and through? Hmm. Um, actually, there's a, there's actually one part in um, in Red Receipts where um, James does this really weird green sleevesy kind of line and it's like and um, you can't really hear it but if you actually yeah listen to it after you've hit, heard me talk about it you'll be able to hear it. it's just kind of really small and minute but it's really nice and tasteful and um it's yeah it sounds it sounds really good and like what are your I guess you all probably venture into sort of different genres of music that you all kind of like to listen to and bring to the band um yeah what kind of what do you all feel like you bring in that kind of sense yeah um I feel like Ewan comes from like the other guitarist comes from more of a like a classic rock background like um in the way he plays and um he's definitely got like more of a throwback influence I think like he enjoys older music um and then Tom is a big hip-hop fan the drummer like so he brings all like he's obviously really into beats and shit so he um brings that sort of element and for me I listen to everything um but I'd say I bring a lot of the like character and sassiness and um yeah I like to say to everyone that I'm a bit of a um I kind of like suck in all the good bits about music that I like and try and put it back mm, out cool. there kind of do that subconsciously so I'm not specific about what I listen to as long as the songwriting's good and it sounds good I'll listen totally, to it you yeah. know sick and what kind of like what are you listening to at the moment that you recommend other people to listen to I always like to take recommendations hmm I listen a lot. I've been, the, the, the album that I've just had on repeat for most of this year is definitely Barnyard by Good Morning. I don't know if you've heard of that band. Um, I think that album is a fucking masterpiece and I listen to it. Or like if I, if I don't know what I want to listen to, I put that on. And then I, I saw them play live at the zoo up in Brizzy and I just loved it. I just think they're a great fucking band and, um, yeah. So I'm always I've always got them on repeat Sick. at the moment. Oh, fun! And um, I guess like writing wise, especially with the last album, 
you guys, you went into some pretty like heavy subject matter um, and you get quite vulnerable just in general with your lyric writing. Um, do you ever find that it gets too difficult to kind of put those vulnerabilities out into the world um, for other people to kind of like hear something so personal to you? Yeah, yes. Well, in the writing period, um, I kind of ignore that. I'm like, I'm like very much like I need to share. I'm an, I like, I'm like obviously a really big oversharer. <laughs> and I'm just like, everyone's got to know. <laughs> like, I'm just like, you know, I'm like, if you can't be bloody authentic to yourself, then what's the bloody yeah. point? You know what I mean? Like, I, like I find I find that my soul and it's whatever the hell my like I feel comfortable when I'm sharing. Um, and there's nothing wrong with that. And then you know, but then when I'm not writing, so I'm not writing that much at the moment because I'm so busy. You know, I can be a really private person, so it's quite weird. Like. And then, like, face-to-face chats, I can be really reserved. But then, you know, when I'm writing to however many people ends up listening to my music, I just don't care, which is really bizarre. But it's just how I work. Um, and I have just learned to live with it. I love that. <laughs> and I'm also very upfront. If, if there's people in my music that know what I'm talking about that have experienced it, I just really, I would just reach out to them and just be like, hey, um, so a lot of this record is about you and I hope you're okay with it. And most of the time they're like, that's fine. Because they, they bloody knew what they were yeah. signing up for. You're going to date a song. What do you want? For sure. No, I love that. <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely, um, it's something that's kind of happened over time. I feel like my oversharing was almost too much when I was younger and now I've kind of dialed it back a little bit in terms like in terms of like interpersonal relationships I'm like okay I'm gonna be a bit more careful with who I trust you know like I'm just gonna make sure that I you know got my own back because I was I'm such an open and gullible person and like I just yeah like I don't know it's just it's just what's happened um in my life but um yeah it's just it's just keeping a balance because um it can be like emotionally draining you know being so open all the time and um yeah like I give everything I I give everything that I have to my music um and you know when it's my downtime it's my downtime you know I get really quiet you know I get really emotionally drained well, even when I'm on the road as well I get so drained because when I'm doing it, all I want to do is give everyone everything. Yeah. Like, I just want, like, like, I just, like, want to make everyone feel good and I hope they, like, listen, like enjoy my music and they relate to the lyrics and then when we play live, you know, I want them to feel like they're connecting with me so I'll try and connect with everyone in the room. Um, so, yeah, when I'm in my, like, private time, I'm, I'm very, like, quiet and tired. <laughs> And you also kind of recently sort of got back from um, your Dangerous tour and playing tour dates with Amity Affliction, which is really, really sick. Um, how was that? It was good. You know, like we, um, 
it's a different kind of crowd than what we're used to. Like we, we've, we've kind of dipped our toes into the heavy music realm a little bit here and there, but we've never really like gone all out and gone on a tour. And so, um, you know, it was a bit daunting because we were like, well, what are we going to play? Like, are they going to like us? Um, but it was actually super rewarding. And the great thing about their crowds are there's lots of women and heaps of diversity, um, you know, especially up the front. And um, so I kind of felt at home because that's sort of what our crowd looks like, except for they just haven't heard us yet. So we walked away with like a lot of new friends and like a lot of, um, you know, new fans as well. Um, and it was a good experience, you know. I just feel like an, a big takeaway as well is like, there just needs to be more diversity in the heavy music, you know, world. Like it's just, it, it still feels like there's a lot of dudes, like there's a lot of bloody dudes. And, um, and like at every show, you know, I, you know, met people and were like, you should get into music or, you know, you should do this. And, you know, I just, yeah, my biggest takeaway was um, don't, don't be intimidated, you know, you know, give it a, give it a go because, there's people out there that will support you and like you can make a go of it. It's just like we just need, you know, the the industry to give women a leg up so that there's more mm. visibility and there's more, you know, you know, you can see, you know, you can see that it's possible. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, that's awesome. And I guess what like would you say kind of going into now, like you're gonna start playing your own um like newer songs um what is like the most challenging and also the most rewarding part about playing those new songs for your crowd I think um I think it's gonna bring us together more as a band you know um because we're having to rediscover how we're going to accomplish our shows these days given how more how how much more complex mm. the songs are um so all of a sudden we're, we're dealt with a new thing because we've played our shows the same way for a lot of years we played them really straightforward you know plug into the amp have your pedal boards yeah. rah um where now there's just so many more samples so many more layers um it's yeah it's 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 just gonna make us you know work together a lot to to figure it out and I just can't wait to get in front of people with these songs because oh this they're made for people like they're made to be played you know if I if I ever you know listen to if if I listen back to a a demo or whatever and I can imagine myself playing it live that's 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 the compass right there. That's what I use to figure out that, okay, this is worth pursuing. This idea is great. And, you know, and then it might end up yeah. on a record, you know. It's just all about the life flow, really. Yeah, sick. And my final question um, that I like to ask is what is, like, your favourite your favorite gig memory that's happened at one of your gigs and also your least favourite or, like, just a gig horror story where it's just all gone a bit to shit? Yeah. Oh my goodness. Well, I've got a lot of both of those over my years. Um, but 
I'd have to say, you know, one of my highlights was we back in, uh, I don't know, 2015 or something, we played a show with Kim Gordon from Sonic Youth and I'm like a big fan of Sonic Youth and um, she came um, after the show and congratulated us and asked us wanted to drink some scotch. So we drank scotch with Kim Gordon all afternoon and that was like a big deal for me. Um because I love yeah. her so much. And then probably the weirdest thing that's happened to me, which it's just stayed with me and I think about it a lot. <laughs> um, we played this really random floor show in, on the Central Coast back in the day, I don't know, years ago. And there's this one girl standing at the front and um, I'm singing and I'm holding my microphone with my left hand and she just like fully out of nowhere licks my arm from the bottom of my elbow all the way up to my wrist in one motion. And I was just like so fucking shook. And no one saw it except Spew, who is our guitarist. And he just looked at me like, oh. and I was like, oh. and I just didn't know what to do. I just kind of stood there. And it was like in the middle of a song. And I just like, it was so bizarre and I think about it a lot because like I just kind of like took it at the time but now I think that's really fucked up yeah, no, that's like, so fucked. It's just like super just like what the you what the fuck just happened I don't know there's just a lot of times where things happen in front of you and you're like is this the real life like I don't understand what what why are humans so bizarre you know yeah. um but yeah I mean I've just have I've played so many goddamn um, and so many weird things happen, but that one really sticks out for some reason. <laughs> well, um, thanks for joining me tonight. It's been lovely having a chat. Um, thanks so much. No worries. I usually do a little bit of a cheers at the end of my episodes if you have anything around you that you want to cheers with. I can cheers a pack of yes. Vertex. Cheers. <laughs> cheers.